0: cookies on Sundays for the girls' lunches at school the following week didn't cut any ice when someone was sulking up a storm over not being allowed to go to a party, where Cassie knew the parents would think it perfectly fine to let teenagers bring their own beer. Saturday night was no longer a cosy movie and takeaway family night, because the girls spent the whole evening ignoring the movie and texting, despite dire warnings about phone confiscation. Now Beth could officially watch fifteen movies, she wanted to watch eighteen ones. I'm not a kid anymore, so why do I have to watch kids' movies? She'd say in outrage at the sign of any sort of family movie. Beth now mooched around the house wearing low-slung pajama-type joggers with her slim teenage belly visible. She had made hints about getting a belly ring, comments which made her father go green, and made Cassie say, over my dead body, in the manner of a Victorian parent. She wore coal-black eyeliner, sky-blue nail varnish, and had posters of shirtless young male singers with six-packs on display, blue-tacked to her walls. Lily, once a sweet little puppet, prone to hugs and drawing kittens, had thrown out all her fluffy, fairy-style tutu skirts and insisted on jeans so skinny her mother worried about Lily's circulation. Her once-beloved Lala Loopsie dolls were in a box under the bed, and Lily kept rushing into her big sister's room to watch things on YouTube. More reason to ban Wi-Fi for the next ten years. Any comment on either sister's clothes was followed by the refrain, but everyone's wearing these now, Mom. And being infatuated with her cool older sister, Lily now wanted to paint her nails blue and had begun shrugging off any type of hug. The only thing Beth and Lily tried to hug with any regularity was the family cat, Fluffykins, who was not a touchy-feely animal and protested loudly at being picked up and dragged out of rooms after rows. Cassie thought the cat might possibly go deaf, what with all the slamming doors he was exposed to. It's a phase. The girls will grow out of it, Rami Pearl said whenever they discussed it. You did? Please tell me I wasn't that bad or that hormonally difficult, Cassie begged her grandmother. The times were different. And you were different, Grammy said diplomatically. You had a lot of hard things to deal with, Cassie. Teenage girls need to fight with their mothers and you didn't have one. You only had me. I'm not easy to argue with. Having your great-aunt Edie as a sister had taught me how to avoid arguments because Edie could start one in an empty room. Grammy Pearl mentioning Cassie's lack of a mother was the closest they ever came to discussing the great pain of the Keneally family. How Cassie and her younger sister Coco's mother had left them when Cassie was seven years old and Coco had just turned one. How the pain had eventually killed their father ten years ago, destroyed by grief. Jim Keneally had floated on the edges of the all-women household in Delaney Gardens, letting his mother sort out arguments and sign school letters. When Cassie thought of her father, she could see him bent with his head in a book, retreating from life because it hurt too much. There had been happiness and love too. Pearl had made sure of that. But their family had never been the sort of normal family Cassie used to dream about the ones in books or the ones her school friends had. Like a child peering in at a happy family at Christmas time, Cassie often felt that she'd spent much of her childhood peering through the glass windows at the homes of happy families she knew, watching as people made jokes and giggled, as mothers dropped kisses on fathers' heads, as fathers were teased for hopeless anniversary bouquets for their wives. Despite the happiness in hers and Coco's childhood, they were different from their peers. Motherless. That had made Cassie utterly determined to create the perfect family with Shay and her daughters, to make up for the one she'd never quite had. Her daughters would never be the ones with their faces pressed up against the glass windows peeping in. Except, lately, it had all fallen apart. One day they'll come around and they'll be...